Welcome to Those Who Support, a conversation podcast with supporters. I'm your host, Zach, and today I'm talking with Upper Representative Mary. Thanks for joining me today, Mary. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and uh, we want to start off by letting everybody know that um, Upper is one of the groups that I am a member of, um, so just for transparency's, transparency's sake, uh, wanted to get that out there. Um, but this is all about Mary's time to shine, talking about Upper. Yeah. So uh, let's let's start off with just letting everybody know what the uh, the group is, who you support, and just some um, you know some general information about the group. Okay, so the uproar started about halfway through last season, I believe. It was during the Olympics at some point, not the Olympics, sorry, the World Cup, um, and we support the North Carolina Courage. So we started because there was kind of a vacuum there was a little bit i guess there's there's another supporters group but um it was just it wasn't fulfilling the need that we had in our club that we wanted to fulfill so a few of our few few members started up i wasn't actually part of the original conversation i just what i did was i hit up ebony one day asking her um just about supporters group north carolina supporters group courage specifically and she pointed me towards Dave, and I was like, cool, yeah, I'll hit up Dave. So I hit up Dave. He said, they've got something going on. He'll he'll kind of fill me in after the World Cup. So I went to the World Cup. I think sometime in the middle of that uproar actually did launch, or at least started started to make their, their appearance known. And so I just followed, and, and I just joined, and eventually worked my way to, to the top I guess <laughs> yeah. I, one, of, one of my good friends tells me I don't just casually like things and the more I live in my life the more I find that to be the case yeah it just uh, it seems like as soon as it started looking for volunteers it just everything starts to escalate you start with helping out a little bit and then all of a sudden your duties just keep growing and growing and the next thing you know you're you know you're, yeah. you're involved in every every aspect of it yeah definitely and you know, I just, I love, I love the courage so much. They're the first stalker team that I've ever really followed. I, you know, I obviously kind of remember watching the 99 Women's World Cup and maybe a few other little bits and pieces. I had soccer friends in, in college. I went to a couple of their games, but I was just never really a big soccer fan. I was actually a rugby player in college, so... Soccer is fairly new to me. I still don't fully understand it, but I think <laughs> in the three, four years that I've been a fan, I have definitely learned a lot, and I, I just enjoy it more and more every every game. Uh, so um, how big has Upper grown in that first year, do you think? Um, it's hard to say. Um, I, don't, I don't know where the numbers actually started. I jumped in and took on more responsibility several months into it. I think this past, this this year starting up, hopefully starting up uh, soon when it's safe, obviously. Um, we just started taking paid membership this year. So, you know, we went from zero to where we are now, so inf- infinitely bigger as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, uh, so, or, so like we talked about, Uproar is pretty new on the scene. Is there something uh, interesting or different um, that Uproar does specifically um, here in this first year that um, 
that uh, you're interested in that you that you're interested in that that they've done. Ooh, lost my words there. <laughs> um, I don't. I can't think of anything specific that's different yet. I think we're still trying to learn who our members are, what they want, what they want to do, and how we can support our club while fulfilling everybody's everybody's needs. Our members, what the what the team wants as far as uh, the kind of support we give them while they're playing games. I don't. I can't think of anything specifically that's different about us yet. Um, I know that we have a pretty robust musical section where it's it seems a little bit more diverse than most most supporters groups that I know of um I mean you probably you probably talk a little bit more <laughs> to that you you actually you actually sit in the section I sit I sit midfield because I can't watch the game and I can't stand that long <laughs> yeah we do we so, do have quite the uh, the drum drum section uh over yeah. there uh, that we've tried to upgrade in the uh in the off season yeah year. Yeah, and I, I mean, I've definitely enjoyed it. I could definitely tell when it was missing towards the beginning, middle of the season. And even my, my section, you know, like I said, I sit midfield because I'm old and I need the seat back and I need <laughs> the shade. And I just, I can't hang with the young people in the supporters group. I, I support in different ways. But even even when the supporters group was gone, I, people in my section were like, what? what's going on? Why don't we hear anything anymore? It was, it was almost eerie how quiet it would get in the stadium without without the supporters groups drumming. So it's definitely good to have that back. And Towards the, uh, towards the end of last year, y'all started doing more TIFO. Uh, which ones stood out to you the most? Which ones did you really like out of, the, out of those couple of TIFOs? Yeah, um... I actually started painting TIFOs with you the season before. Um, I came to like one or two sessions and it was always a part that I enjoyed. I, I enjoyed the painting of it, the uh, idea creation, which I didn't get to do with you, but got to do a little bit with the uproar. And and we we just wanted to do it. So I think, I don't even remember who, somebody was like, we should paint a TIFO. And I was like, hell yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the first one we did was pretty easy. It was just a few shields. Um, uh, we'd, we'd gotten our third shield in a row. Third shield? Is that what? Yeah, three seasons have passed. Mm-hmm. This is the fourth. Yep. And then after that, we had like had so much fun. There was probably like four or five of us that painted it and got it done. It happened a lot quicker. I mean, it was a simple design, so it happened pretty quickly. We were super impressed. And so... We were like, should we paint one for the next game? And and everybody was down who had basically been there for the first one. Um, I kind of took over a little bit of the designing at that point. And Jessica, uh, the vice president of the club, kind of now handles getting everybody together and organizing the TIFO paintings. Um, we just we just we just really like it. I think as far as one that stands out to me most, I think. I enjoyed our Hulk one. That was probably our most ambitious one that we've done. Yeah, I uh, really like that one too. <laughs> it, it makes me laugh, I think, <laughs> getting Rory's face. I, I know it's like a man Hulk. She's on a man Hulk body, but it just made me laugh even more. I try to like, try to feminine it up a little bit, but... <clears throat> it, it's, it's definitely the the, uh, the proportions of the face 
uh, are so strikingly different than the uh, than the body. It really stands out. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, well, but it, it's if so you look, great. If you look at her, if you look at her costume, her head also kind of stands out from her body. Oh yeah, yeah, so. definitely a big head. <laughs> So, yeah, that one would probably be my favorite. And then the Heather O'Reilly one we did for her, we weren't sure if it would be her last game. So we were like, we should probably do something for her just in case we don't make it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we did one of like a silhouette of her, some iconic silhouette of her. And then we put all the different crests of teams that she played for, uh, the U.S. team, Arsenal, Courage. So... Uh, we put a UN- UNC one on there, and that was pretty fun. I think that was probably the f- first most difficult one we had. And when I showed them design, they were like, we don't know about painting those crests. <laughs> and then we did it, and it, I think like it blew all our minds of how good it looked. <laughs> I, I can just say from, from my experience of having painted the Courage uh, crest at least 10 times in one season... Um, you get into a groove with it, um, so the more you do it, definitely the better it goes. But it is, it is a hard one to 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 get the details right on. <laughs> I actually I felt like the most difficult one we had was the Arsenal one. I oh, like yeah. kind of messed it up too when I was take, painting it, and I was like, oh no. But fortunately, paint is fairly forgiving if you let it dry. You can just paint over it. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so we definitely like- had a few. We definitely had a few mix-ups too with the color where I'd be like, that, that, that's that color. And it definitely wasn't that color. And we we're like, well, I guess we definitely hit a big space with that. So it's that color now. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the future a little bit. Uh, uh, what are the plans for Uproar going forward? Going, we're potentially in the uh, uh, second season of Uproar existing when this airs. Uh, do you guys have anything new and interesting uh, that you're planning to do? I think we want to do more tailgating. We didn't do a whole lot of that last season. We did a few towards the end, and I think it was just great to see people come in and chat with us and hang out, and I think it builds builds interest and community, and so we want to do a bit more of that. We were working on some sponsors before the season were, was postponed to to get us some beers, to hopefully get us food, um, so we definitely want to do more of that. We definitely want to do more TIFOs, and we want to have more time to paint TIFOs. So once we get the new schedule, we are going to pick a few games that we we know we want to paint for. So we have time. And the way that it had worked previously is we'd finish the week and be like, all right, what's next week? Let's <laughs> We got another TIFO on, on the bracket. Does, does everybody have two nights this week to come paint it? So I think the big thing for us is getting more time to actually plan out the season Whereas last year we were just kind of, we were just kind of flying. We we're, we'd be like, all right, that week's finished. Let's let's figure out the next one. And I think by taking paid membership this season, that gives us a little bit more money to work with. A lot of it, a lot of the first season was just us investing our own money. Mm-hmm. So it's it's cool not to have to just just spend my money or or anybody else's money it's it's cool to see like now it's more of a community effort and yeah everybody's kind of pitching in everybody's pitching in yeah um so let's step out and kind of step away from the the group a little bit since it's so new and make it make this question a little bit more broad uh for the courage in general what's a memorable moment in the stands for you in particular that's like really stood out 
Um, I'll tell you my favorite, favorite game. Um, maybe not favorite game to watch. I mean, it was great for us because it was a victory. It just was an easy victory. Was was the final. You know, it was just... It was one of, the, I would say, top five atmospheres for me of games that I've been to. It was... I mean, Chicago, I have to give give them props for bringing the crowd that they did. And, you know, it was just nonstop music between the two supporters groups. And it was just fun. And it was cool to hear our side, their side, both kind of clashing together. I think it really, really made the stadium exciting. It, Even though it was such a lopsided victory in our favor, <laughs> I think... I mean, Chicago never, never stopped on their end. And I definitely appreciate that. I'm, I know it's hard. I kind of know. I don't know too much about how hard it is to lose. <laughs> but I, sometimes. but when we lose, it's devastating to, to me. <laughs> like, like I go home and I like have to turn the lights down low and I read all the tweets and cry a little bit i don't cry but you know just <laughs> devastating <laughs> to me so i can't imagine having to take that devastation put it aside and continue cheering and then i think we just sounded really good i think the music that we play it's just it's just fun and it's it really adds to the atmosphere and i always that's one of the things that i've always enjoyed about soccer is just the atmosphere especially when there's big supporters groups like that yeah, I think my arms still hurt from banging on that drum for 90 minutes that day. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a rough one. Um, but you did mention the uh, the music, and uh, uh, I, I'm I agree with you on that, that. That there's a thing with the courage and the uproar specifically that that I don't seem to get in other groups that I've been a part of or away days that I've gone to. The the amount of music, the songs that gets sung um, are spanned from like the usual chants, but then there's also Disney songs and uh, <laughs> musicals. Right. Uh, just like, uh, just the, really runs the gambit of, uh, of what songs get sung. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. And I, I feel like the, the drummers too, you guys are very talented. <laughs> it is, it is fun to, to hear that beat just, carrying the team and the fans on oh well i appreciate that <laughs> um so we're gonna uh, wrap it up here just the, a little bit about game day um just kind of an overview of what goes in from like start to finish when the first people start getting there setting up the tailgate to the march in 90 minutes and then if there are any activities after the game those kind of traditions rituals uh we're still building a lot of that so i I'll just speak to, I guess, the last few few games we did where we actually did have bigger tailgates for people. I I like to get there super early, uh, not just to avoid pay parking. I don't <laughs> I actually get free parking with my season tickets, but um, I, I just get so excited about game day. So I like to show up super early. I, I could tailgate like two, three hours early and and even before I was in a supporters group when it was just me and my one friend, we would come tailgate like two, three hours before anybody else was at the park. So I, I get there pretty early and now I have a lot, lot more to set up. Um, we have, you know, tables and tents we need to get up. So I would say at least two hours early. 
if not three hours early to get there before the game, set up, put up the tents, put up the tables, put out food, put out drinks, kind of organizing everything. Um, and then we have different different people that handle different things. So I kind of handle um, the outside where I'm making sure food is being refreshed, things are staying sanitary, uh, cutting, cutting more tomatoes if more tomatoes need to be cut, um, making sure trash. Cause so at the end of the game, there's not too much to, to clear out. Uh, and then I think at some point, Patrick, you, you go in there with Patrick usually, don't you? Yeah, I go in pretty early. So you guys go in there, what, probably like an hour before the game? Yeah, hour, 45 minutes, something like that. Yeah. And then you guys do what you do. I, I assume bring in the instruments, set up, set up the flags, bring out, bring out the things from the, the shed that we, the storage shed we have behind the field. Um, I usually like to come in at least half an hour early, an hour early myself to just get in, avoid, avoid the lines. Um, and then when we do TIFOs, I like to make sure the TIFO is set up. People know who's holding the TIFO, when they're supposed to hold it up, when to pull it down. Um, and then the game happens. You guys do your magic. I cheer for both the team and for you guys from my seat. <laughs> <laughs> and then after the game, it's just tear down. Uh, yeah, whoever whoever sticks around, I think we're going to try to streamline that a little bit more this season, Get get more volunteers so we... We have a bit more variety of people who are who are doing these things. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, tear down. I think the final didn't actually take as much time to tear down as I thought. It, as much as I thought it would. I know Ryan went out there a bit early to kind of help man that, so that was cool. Um, no, nothing, nothing especially special about about anything. I think. Last year, like I said, we were just trying to get things done. We were just just doing it because we felt like we needed to do it. We wanted to do it. Um, we have a lot of passionate people in our leadership and in our membership. And so I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what what will become of this and how it grows and how it evolves and how it, how it just grow, grows and gets better. I'm excited to get back out there, too. Yeah. Um, so, in closing, um, uh, where can people find Uproar online? Um, any social media and things like that? Yep, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I believe everything is Uproar NC. If you just look up Uproar NC, you'll probably find us. We are working on a website still that's not up, but hopefully soon. But yeah, follow us, support us, become a paid member, or, or, or just come help us, and just become a member and help do things like set up the tailgates or paint. You don't have to be a paid member to do any of that stuff. Um, we're just we just want passionate people to come in. So hopefully, hopefully that just continues to grow. Definitely. And thank you again, Mary, for coming on, and uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you.